Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. 134 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer with you. You heard that ad for Canadian Power Pack. Of course, Canadian Power Pack brought you Brian Burke on Oilers Now for the last two and a half seasons. Brian is now with the Pittsburgh Penguins. We will be announcing tomorrow Brian's replacement as our guest brought to you weekly by Canadian Power Pack, Rob Kinsey and the gang. And we will tell you that uh, this individual, uh, former NHL player, was also up for the Pittsburgh job and has been mentioned on numerous occasions at an NHL president or general manager level. That's all I'm going to say to you. We'll tease you a bit and uh, make that announcement tomorrow afternoon on Oilers Now. We are pleased to head off to the River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline. Our Oilers Now headliner today is brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. He played at Nebraska Omaha. We'll have a story on that in a second. Uh, tenacious Oilers winger Josh Archibald. Josh, it's Bob St- Bob Stoffer. How you doing? Not too bad, Bob. How about yourself? Good. You guys missing uh, Jack and myself uh, this season, or is it uh, a little bit quieter on the plate? Got to be a different world right now. <laughs> eh? It's a whole different world. It's real quiet on the plane in the locker room. You know, it's uh, it's a weird time, but. Uh... You know, can't complain. It's nice to just sit in the locker room with all the guys and talk about things and not have you guys as big scrums in there. But, yeah, we miss you. We miss you. Uh, you know, I just how – maybe you can educate our listeners here. I mean, it, it – I don't – I you know, it, it, part of the beauty of the job is it, it's it's a privilege to play in a league. It's a privilege to to be a broadcaster in a league. It's great traveling. But – but you, you, there's significant limitations for what you guys are kind of experiencing right now with that, aren't, aren't there? Yeah, uh, I mean, we're pretty locked down pretty tight. I mean, it's basically, you know, home and rink is uh, about all we can do right now. And then when we're on the road, uh, we can go for walks outside the hotel. But uh, other than that, I mean, it's basically you got all the meals in the hotel, um, 
and then it's hotel and rink. So, I mean, there's there's not a whole lot, and we're kind of on pretty heavy lockdown right now. You get tested every day. Do you get both the throat test and the nasal swab, or do they alternate, or do you get one more than the other? Yeah, every day, but, uh, yeah, they alternate. So it'll be throat one day, nose the next. So, you know, it gives a break for each, so... You're uh, you're a tough sob, but does that? I know we had to get a couple of them done already this season. Um, I did not enjoy that experience. Are you a little bit squeamish, or are you kind of used to it by now? You know, I'm not a huge fan of it, but I broke my nose last year, and I had had to get those metal prods put up my nose, and I don't think anything was worse than that. So uh, I, I can't say they're all that bad. You're also from the province of Saskatchewan, so you know there's a lot of guys there that are super tough, and they can kind of handle that sort of stuff, can't they? Well, we try. We take pride in being tough from Saskatchewan. So, uh, how would you assess uh, Josh the start to the season? The Edmonton Oilers uh, nine and eight. Uh, how do you think it's going so far? Uh, you know, I think we're we're definitely trending in the right direction. Obviously, six in the last eight. That's uh, a huge uh, move for us, but. Uh, I think we got out to a slow start. Um, obviously, everybody was in the same boat, not being able to play preseason games. But uh, I think once you actually don't play them, you realize, you know, oh, those are a little bit more important than everybody thinks they really are. But um, I think for us, we're definitely moving in the right direction. Everybody's starting to find some chemistry, and I think it's going to be a really fun year going on uh, forward from here. You mentioned chemistry, and we're not sure what's going to happen here tomorrow with Tyler Innes, where he's going to slot in the lineup. But sometimes it just works for a line. So what makes it work between Jujar, uh, yourself, and uh, Tyler Innes? I think for us, uh, we're all pretty simple players. Uh, we can read off each other pretty well. Uh, you know, we like the nitty-gritty. We like going north and south with the puck. Uh, you know, we're not necessarily uh, the fanciest guys in the ice, but uh, we work hard and we support each other and we talk out there. So it's been a lot of fun. And I think that's a big thing. You know, when you're having fun out there, it makes the game easier and you're, you know, you're more willing to make plays too. So it's, uh, you know, going forward, I hope we can stick together as a line. Uh, how different is it without the fans in the building? Oh, it's, I'm going to be completely honest. It's brutal. Um, I, I love playing in front of the fans. You know, we have some of the best fans in the world. So when they're not behind us, they're not cheering. Uh, they got the fake fan music, you know, put put in through the sound system. It's it's just not the same. Uh, we really miss the fans, and hopefully things lighten up here and we can start getting some fans back in the building. That would be really nice. Yeah, and I, I do think that, you know, the Oilers, the, the fans have stuck with the team through some very dark t- uh, times, which, by the way, occurred mostly long before you ever got here. I mean, you, you guys were going in a pretty good direction during the course of last season, and you had the highest winning percentage of any Canadian team last last year uh, during the regular season. And I just think there's certain moments. You talked about picking a team up. There's certain moments where they can help do that, can't they, the fans, uh, when the team's reeling a bit at home? Oh, for sure. Uh, I mean, whether it's, you know, them cheering for a big hit or a nice play or, you know, when our goalie makes a big save, the whole bench can only make uh, so much noise. So just to have those fans behind, it's a huge momentum swing. And uh, when it's an empty building and there's not much going on, it's, it's, it's a lot different and you don't get those big momentum swings that you normally would with all the fans. We're joined right now by Josh Archibald, Bob Stoffer with you on Winners Now. Josh, uh, you're leading the team in hits. you got 57. 
Uh, you, you, you skate through guys when you hit them, which I love. You're not one of those guys that skates as fast as you can and then stops. You you go ahead and, and, and crush the guy. Um, maybe just a, a comment on on you know your game and whether or not you're feeling better right now with where you're at than you, you have been uh, for certainly this season. I'd have to think over the last three or four games, you got to be pretty comfortable with the way you've been playing. Yeah, uh, I think real comfortable. Like you said, uh, I do like hitting. That's a big part of my game. Uh, I think it helps me get into the game and, you know, just you get going even more. But, uh, yeah, I think these last few games, just been feeling a lot more confident, especially when you're moving the puck. You know, you're putting points on the board, getting chances. I think that helps too. But I think it also helps when you find chemistry with the line like we have so far. And, uh, you know, that helps out a lot too. Do you tell Jujar or Tyler to to chip the puck to a certain spot so you can get in and pound a D-man once in a while? Yeah, there's times when we're just, uh, you know, when we want to play really simple. If, you know, things aren't going the way we want them, uh, we'll just, you know, tell each other, you know, let's get pucks in. If I can beat the defenseman, I'll try to beat them and get the puck to the other side or find one of them. Or if I can't, I like... Uh, I think, I mean, all the guys on the team like a nice hit every once in a while, so that, uh, it's definitely a big boost to the team. Uh, tell me this. How much does it help you guys when you're in practice and maybe you're, you're doing drills against, you know, Connor or against Leon's line, playing against players of that caliber? Oh, I think it really helps. Um, I think, you know, starting with our penalty kill all the way to five-on-five, five, when you got those guys on the ice, uh, you know, they go as hard in practice as they do in a game, and I think that helps us tremendously defensively. But at the same time, you know, you you pick things up here and there. Obviously, there's not many guys in this uh, league, let alone the world, that have as much skill as Connor and Leon. But, uh, you know, you can pick little things up from here and from them here and there, and I think it helps both offensively and defensively. The, uh, the power play has had some uh, tough bounces. I think that's fair. Uh, and maybe, I mean, you guys finished second last year in penalty killing during the regular season. Uh, and it was one of those situations. The save percentage was off the charts for the goaltenders. Can you maybe express to our listeners just the importance of getting the two goaltenders back healthy? Because I think for me, what I notice with Miko is he needs his practice time. And it's tough for any goalie today, especially given the back-to-backs, the schedule and everything else, to, to roll out 10 or 11 straight starts. It's pretty, it was pretty important to get Mike Smith back to this group, wasn't it? Yeah, he's uh, he's not only a great goaltender, but he's a huge leader and vocalist in the room. Um, you know, he keeps guys on track. But, you know, we had to ride Koski at the start of the year, and he did a tremendous job for us. But, uh, like you said, that's hard on any goalie. And, uh, you know, he did as well as he could have done for us. But just to get both of them back and have both healthy, um, it's, it's definitely a momentum swing and a huge, uh, huge plus for us. Have you ever seen a goaltender handle a puck better than Mike Smith? Nope. I think, uh, I think he handles the puck better than uh, some of the players in this league. It's crazy, the guy's puck handling skills. All right, now we get to the fun stuff. Nebraska-Omaha, your father played with Dave Tippett, uh, Josh Archibald, at North Dakota. Did he hide the uh, the VHL uh, uh, tapes from the, the days when he was starting brawls in the NCAA back in the uh, early 1980s? Or what did you, what, what age did you, what age did you come across those on YouTube? Oh, I actually, he didn't hide the VHS tape very well because I actually found it at a pretty young age and I used to watch his college highlights all the time. But I think it got to the eight. I was uh, probably like 14 or 15 when I was starting to uh, play with buddies that kind of realized 
the the college the route and uh, who my dad was and we started looking at the, all the videos online and on youtube and you know it's a good laugh and i still get with some of the buddy my buddies and watch the wisconsin water bottle brawl every once in a while and you know it's it's a good laugh because it's definitely not the same as it was back then <laughs> no, it's not. uh now do you keep an eye on uh, nebraska Omaha? it's i mean it is after a you know your alma mater so do you still keep an eye on how they're doing Oh, yeah, I actually skated with them this summer uh, quite a bit, so I got to know a lot of the guys. Um, I hadn't been back in a while, so it was nice to get back there and skate with the team and, um, you know, just practice with them. But, yeah, I definitely keep track, and, um, you know, I was really looking forward. They're doing an unbelievable job this year, and I think they're uh, top ten in the nation, so that's a, they're in a good position right now if they just keep pushing forward. I think Mike Gabinette was in minor pro when you were, or was he an assistant coach at that point uh, at uh, Nebraska Omaha, or was he still playing when you were playing at uh, UNL? No, so he came in the year after I left to be uh, come an assistant for Dean Blaze. So I missed him by a year, but you know, just my time being back there and getting to know him, uh, I've got to know him pretty well, and we text every once in a while, and. You know, just keep tabs on each other and each other's teams. So it's uh, nice. He's a great, uh, great person, and he's a uh, great coach for the for the program there too. Yeah, for the listeners that aren't aware, Mike is Claire Drake's uh, grandson, and I know I've told you this story before. Ron Gabinet was is his father, and Ron was uh, with the Golden Bear football program. We were in Saskatoon doing. Uh, I was doing play by play, and I drove back with Ron, and Mike was playing at UNO at the time. Josh and uh, Ron insisted that we look for the AM radio bandwidth uh, so we could listen to the Nebraska. And he's like, Bob, I'm telling you, they told me when they re- recruited Mike that I could hear the games in Saskatchewan, and we spent like a half an hour driving uh, back on Highway 16 from Saskatoon to Edmonton, and we got somewhere past uh, the Battlefords and clear as day and i was swearing it i'm like ron come on man we're not going to get the game and half an hour into the drive sure enough and it's like here's gabinet back for the puck for and we and we listened to the whole game all the way to like vagerville uh, back to Edmonton. it's pretty funny so did your dad get a, a chance to did he end up going to a bunch of the games or did he get a chance to hear them online or how did that work uh, when you were playing in college yeah, so my parents are back actually uh, in Minnesota right now. So okay. a lot of Minnesota teams and uh, uh, teams around there that we played. I think uh, North Dakota, you know, we played Minnesota, uh, Wisconsin, all those teams. So he was at those games, and then it was about an eight-hour drive to Omaha from where they were. So they made as many road trips to uh, Omaha as they could on the weekend. So I think he saw more games in person than he saw on, on uh, online or on the TV. So I was very fortunate enough that uh, – they traveled and uh, came to watch me play. Josh, we appreciate you taking uh, 12 minutes to join us here in Oilers now. Continued success during the course of the season. I appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me. You bet. That is Josh Archibald from uh, the Edmonton Oilers, and he's our Oilers Now headliner brought to you by Wilhock Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhock, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. When we come back on Oilers Now, we'll get to this day in Oilers history. We'll also get to the Oilers Now injury report. Yes, indeed. It was uh, Josh's dad, Jim, that was involved in the Wisconsin water brawl. Uh, the water bottle brawl. It was a beauty. Uh, you're listening to Oilers Now. Hi, this is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. Two goals from uh, Arn. 
RH, and he tends to be a guy a bit like Chase on, uh, where he can be a little bit streaky. And if he can get going, because he's getting lots of looks, um, he'd have a real big year. Because he's, he's having a decent year, but he could have a real big year. Because McDavid, in terms of how he's been playing, this is the best we've ever seen Connor McDavid play. Special thanks uh, to the Oilers uh, PR staff, Jamie Cartnell, Sean Main Company, for helping make uh, Josh available to us today. We will tell you Royal Pizza, Pizza Past, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. Royal Pizza offers curbside pickup and takeout options for a menu and a list of their 13 Edmonton and area locations. Go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The staff recommendation is is the Mediterranean chicken. As we head off to the Oilers Now Injury Report, uh, brought to you by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers, Trent Brown, uh, speaking of uh, the University of Alberta Golden Bear Football Program, we talked about Ron Gavinet, who was GM there for one season after working with the Edmonton Wildcats. Uh, Trent Brown uh, was as good a football player as the university's had there in the last 35 years. Jim Brown involved with the Edmonton Oil Kings over the years. Edmonton Oil Kings getting closing in on a start to the season as well. James H. Brown, Injury Lawyers, Alberta's precedent-setting injury lawyers. Here's Brendan Escott. Okay, well, we know uh, William Legison considered day-to-day right now with a jammed wrist. Uh, Gaetan Haas, uh, according to Dave Tippett's availability yesterday, said he wanted one more practice before getting into a game. Well, that game would have been Monday, so I suppose that he could be available if he feels all right ahead of tomorrow's game. Ethan Bear also needed a little more time on the team's IR. Cassian, of course, week-to-week with that upper body injury. From elsewhere around the league, though, both Tory Krug, Jaden Schwartz, sideline day-to-day. Krug's got an upper body, Schwartz with a lower. Tampa working for the foreseeable future without Anthony Sorelli. He had 10 points in 12 games, but is now week-to-week with an upper body issue. And no uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois last night. I guess he's getting close to returning from a lower body injury for the Jets. But the latest out of head coach Paul Maurice is nothing more than that. Edmonton's got to capitalize tomorrow. I mean, if Dubois is not playing, they got to get at least a split in this home series against the Winnipeg Jets. As we head off to this day in Oilers history for uh, New West Travel, it's brought to you daily by Dennis and Jason from New West Travel. Here's Brendan Escott. Yeah, back in 1986, both Paul Coffey and Wayne Gretzky have four-point games to propel the Oilers past the Buffalo Sabres 7-5 at Northlands Coliseum. We had Marty McSorley and Mike Ramsey dropping the gloves there in the first period. Andy Moog turned aside 38 of 43 shots in the win. Northside Adam has just texted us on the Ashley Fine Floors tax line at 152 in Edmonton. And uh, he uh, says, Bob, I just watched the water bottle brawl. And wow, that is some crazy blank, man. Uh, wow is all I can say. Wicked from Northside Adam. Yeah, that was, uh, there were a couple incredible NCAA brawls, late 70s, early 80s, like off the charts. North Dakota always had tough teams. They had a lot of um Canadian kids on their team, and they played a very assertive style. Denver was another school that historically is recruited. I mean, they got two great players out of the Edmonton region here uh, that have been added to their program, Michael Benning, and of course, Carter Savoy, who leads Denver in scoring as a freshman. I think he's got 11 goals and 16 points, but anyhow... uh you can text us at any time at 780-496-0063. Bob, tell us a quick West Montgomery story from Moe's. Mm, I'll pass. 
Uh, this texter says, Bob, Ron Gabinette was my high school football coach in the 70s at AOB. Great guy. Well, he married uh, Claire Drake's daughter. Smart guy. Anita says, Bob, I love what Josh Archibald brings to the team, the hits, the emotion, the drive. We need to re-sign him for sure. Keep up the great work, Archie. Well, Josh Archibald has... Another year left in his deal, and he'd at one point five million beyond this year. Again, you can text us seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Lots of you still commenting in on sort of the appearance of Mark Spector, and we'll save some of those uh, maybe for next week when Spec uh, comes back in on orders. Actually, he'll be back on the show on Friday. What does uh, Reed Wilkins have coming up tonight on Inside Sports, Mr. Brendan Escott? You're going to get all the latest from Oilers practice as well as a regular appearance from Hockey Night in Canada's Kelly Rudy. Okay, uh, we will tell you tomorrow the regular slate of guests includes Brian Lawton from the NHL Network brought to you by Mattress Superstore. From the cult of hockey, David Staples. NHL insider John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling. And we'll have a complete preview of the return engagement against the Winnipeg Jets. Here's a question for you. Do the Edmonton Oilers, if they bring Ethan Bear back in, do they consider going seven defensemen? Three lefties, four righties. Food for thought on that front. We will tell you that coming up next is 6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jaylen Nye. Homelessness advocates are upset after a video filmed over the weekend allegedly showed EPS officers kicking people out of an Edmonton LRT station during the cold snap. Ward 4 City Councilor Aaron Paquette says his officers received a number of calls expressing concern over the homeless in Edmonton and the challenges they have. They will be speaking to fellow councillors about what the protocols EPS officers should consider when responding to similar situations. Jalen Nye uh, will be joined by Aaron Paquette on today's edition of 630 Chat Afternoons after a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Thank you to everybody who listened. Stay safe and uh, treat each other well out there. Take care. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.